It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. That's right, it is Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app, coming to you from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. Comfy chairs, big TVs, and a lot of action to bet on. And what a treat, not just for me, but for all of you out there today. Because sitting to my right with me today, my guy, what up, Fritzy? Jack Fritz in the house. How you doing, pal? Go Phil's Radio. That's right. That's what we call it. Excited to be here. Yes, that's right. That's right. I'm excited to be here. Yes, we came in and Jack was like, so can we talk Phillies? Yeah. I mean, mean, one's in season right now. One is uh, currently... Raising my stress level every single day. <laughs> like I, I sometimes I watch games with like my hands are in my eyes. Yeah, it's like, been it's been a tough tough stretch. Well, I just keep baseball. waiting. I keep waiting for the other shooter. Like, like even last night they went ahead and I was like, all right, they're gonna win this game. Mm-hmm. But th- when they were up by like one, I was like, I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to see them do this again. To me. Yeah. Well, you know the, the the Matt Strom. I'm literally sitting there waiting to tweet out Matt Strom has been by far the Phillies' best free agent addition, which he still has. But then he gives up the homer, and I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm not even touching my phone. I'm saying I'm like they're gonna blow this if I do anything. Like exactly. I'm with you. I'm like it's it's you know tense watching these games. Now. And and the, and the thing that stinks about it is that um, I remember like at the beginning of the year. I was freaking out, obviously one in five, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is this could be bad." And then they righted the ship, um, and I remember exactly how I felt when they blew the five nothing game against the Dodgers, where I was like, "This isn't going to be one of those years where I can just kick my feet up and like not panic about them," which I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be a kick my feet up, like no need to freak out. They'll get in a run and they'll make the playoffs. And then that game happened, and the, the two weeks since have just been like up and down roller coasters. Yeah. It, it- <laughs> It, it certainly was not the start of the season that we had all expected coming off the run at the end of last year. And no, they're good hey, now. They're God forbid we now. could hold some momentum, <laughs> you know, the city, because I mean, the, the ballpark's been great. It's been sold out a, a lot of games on the weekend. Even during the week, they're getting like 30 plus thousand, mm-hmm. which we haven't seen in the last couple of years. And if they keep doing this, we know how it's going to turn and we know how it's going to be now. Still, we got two against two against the Braves and three against the uh, the Mets to yeah. get the hopes back. Look, to being it's high. the biggest stretch of the season so far. First time they're playing these teams, which is weird in and of itself. They've only played three games prior to this series against the National League East. It's just insanity. It just feels different and weird. But so the Phillies are on the table. We're going to talk more Phillies as we go. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. If you want to chime in on the Braves series, the up and down nature of the season. But you mentioned stress. Yes, and the Philly stress you're feeling, not as much. For the other team in town that we we're going to talk about today, yeah, and, and and it's so funny because, like, growing up with the Eagles, and obviously before they won the Super Bowl, all you would think about all summer while the Phillies were playing, but not usually, <laughs> usually not playing well, is all you'd be thinking about is like, is this the year? Can they get it done? Can this team 
win the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl. Last year they made the Super Bowl. And it's so funny because all I've wanted my entire sports life is one of the model franchises. Mm-hmm. Like, I look at Boston, and I'm like, holy cow, could you imagine if we were them and we had those teams? And the most interesting thing that I think has happened with the Eagles, and, and specifically Eagles fans, like, I think Eagles fans have totally changed. I think the Eagles fans have changed more than any other fan base in this city because the Eagles are one of those model franchises. And, it's, and I don't know how the city is, is really going to be able to handle it. There's no stress. Like, there is no Eagles stress. Every move they make, people think they're, it's going to work out. And every move they make last year and in the draft just worked out. Like, it just, it just worked out. And I find it so fascinating that everything Eagles-related right now is basically just kick your feet up and wait for the NFC Championship game. <laughs> like, that's what, that's what this Eagles season is going to be. It's going to be – I'm excited because they're going to actually have some good regular season games. Like, last year, I'm just being completely honest with you, it was the most boring Eagles season I have, <laughs> I have. It was so boring. It was so boring. Every week they won. They were playing bad teams, so you couldn't, like, really properly evaluate them. Like, no one knew how good this team was until they were 10 points up on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Like, for, for me, personally. Yeah, sure. Like, you didn't know how great they were. Great. Yeah. Great. They, we knew they were really good. We knew they were going to beat up teams they were better than, without a doubt, handily. But we didn't know how great they were. Yeah. I'm excited about this year's schedule because I think we'll see and we'll know how great they are. But the, the mindset is still the mindset. NFC Championship game, wake me up when they're there, and then we'll see what happens. But it's such a, it's such a change from what I grew up with what I knew you, what I know you grew up with, 70s, 80s, <laughs> 90s, of just like waiting for the shoe to drop on the Eagles, yeah. and how are they going to let me down? Because that's what it was for me growing up. Was they'll find a way to blow it. The Eagles, as people would say, mm-hmm. the Eagles will find a way to blow it, <laughs> and that's just not who they are anymore. They've developed into a model franchise in the league, and for the first time, I think maybe since '04. Like that, that run from ninety or sure. from two thousand to two thousand five. There's no stress, and every game that you turn out or turn on or go to and sit down and watch, you expect them to win, and they probably will win. Well, the the most fascinating part, listening to you say that, and I agree with you. Like this is the least stress, the most trust I've had in a franchise in this city. In my lifetime, Jack, honestly, in terms of, of the belief that I, look, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Like I've been saying it all off season, I'll keep saying it. Like. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. And the funniest part about this is that they're coming off the most painful loss in the history of the franchise. Like, they just, in a way, let us down as as painfully and as horribly as you could be let down as a sports fan. And yet we're coming off it being like, they're going to be even better. Let's go. But if you – and you saying that, if you didn't believe in the direction of the franchise, it would have been a crushing loss. You're right. Like it, and it was a crushing loss. It was, think, it was crushing. But, but I, but I think as we've looked back on it, it's like, hey, you know, it was, it was almost like, a, what a great game. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, like that's what's no, that, come yet. on, man. No. There's a little bit of like, wow, no. that was a great game. I hated that game. You're, but the pain, I think the pain's worn off. No, it hasn't worn off. But I know what you mean. It's that the pain has transferred into excitement for this season. It's that. I want to get back, and I want to go, and I want to. It's made me want to win the Super Bowl even more. And I know, I'm sure, and I, and I think because I feel that way, I'm projecting it on the players, and I know they say it too. But I look at Jalen Hurts, and I'm like, that dude wants to win so bad now. Like there is nothing that that guy cares about other than winning a Super Bowl, and I believe that's true for a lot of people in the locker room. So I do think that pain is as translated into optimism and belief in their ability to do it, which is weird. Now, my only fear is that I believe the same thing about the Phillies. Like I believed. Um, that you know the whole mantra of spring training was yeah, two more ga- two more wins. Two more I was wins. all in on that. And I they, feel like and, a fool. And they figured out how to win. And like th- th- this group of guys, they know how to get the job done. And they've come out and they've been slow. They've gotten off to a slow start to start the year. The only thing holding me back from like being all in and like Super Bowl yada 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 is the Phillies. And I know that's like not fair to hold against the Eagles, but it's the Phillies' fault why it's like I can't I can't say they're going to win the Super Bowl because I've seen a team who was just in the same spot as the Eagles also start their season slow. Now, 
what helps is that they don't face a real test until week six. Mm-hmm. The Jets, yeah, like the Jets are the first literally real, real yeah. test of the season. Yeah, um, so they they their schedule works out to where they can get hot, and then that we know that pocket in the middle of the season where it's like you can see two losses, sure, and and um, they kind of figure it out. But like the Phillies, I believed in what they were saying this offseason too. And hopefully that the Eagles' DNA is is a little bit different than this Phillies' DNA. Well, and that's part of my belief in them. And it's no offense to the Phillies, and I, I loved the run last year, and I was right there with you. But it does look like this Phillies team wasn't as far along in terms of winning culture as we thought they were. You know, they, they weren't as rock solid as we thought they were, and they've had injuries and issues. And that can happen, and obviously will happen in football, too. But it just feels like this group, this Eagles group, with the the leadership from the old guys, the Kelseys, the Lanes, the Grams, with Jalen Hurts and Sirianni at the top, it just feels like these guys are built for this. And I know that sounds so cliche. I feel like an idiot even saying it because it's like, oh, don't worry, they've got it. But, like, it does feel like there's something different with this group in terms of the mentality about how they go about their business. Well, the good part is is that when you talk about Kelsey, you talk about Fletch, you talk about BG, you talk about Lane, I never have to worry about this with Jalen, but – at least those four, they know what it actually takes to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, and to come back after playing in the Super Bowl and bring it back the next and season. And they can just be like, like this isn't good enough. Uh, whereas the Phillies, a lot of them were getting there for the first time besides, like, Schwarber. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Harper had never been in those games before. Wheeler, Nola, um, a lot of players in that team, like even the young guys coming up, they had not been there before. I mean, literally all of them. Right. Besides, besides, I mean, besides pretty, Schwarber. Besides Schwarber, I think the whole team essentially, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Just I mean, Brad Hand, maybe it played Stop. at some point. Stop. I don't, don't ever mention that. Name. I'm just trying to think of guys who were on the team last year who might have been in a World Series before. Not many is the point. And and the Phillies clearly didn't know how to get back there, but the Eagles and the and the and the, the leadership that they do have, they have uh, you know the the makeup and they know like mm, this is right, this isn't right. And, and that's why I think the city just trusts them way more. But there's still that so, Phillies portion of me that's like, maybe I maybe I'm too overconfident heading into the year. Is it also though the the uniqueness and the strangeness of how you feel about the Eagles and how this city feels about the Eagles? Like I am fully confident in this team. I I just said it. I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. But to your point, you made at the beginning of the show. The one thing that kind of you know gives me reservation. Is that it's every- not supposed to be? Yes, is that my life has told me that that everyone in on the Eagles, everyone believing in them, usually does not I bear know. fruit. I know, but I want to. But but that's what interests me is that have we gotten over that? Because had we been, had they been not, had they not won the Super Bowl, if you just came in here like I think they're going to win the Super Bowl, people be furious. You know what I mean? Like I remember doing shows in seventeen, and uh, we I was doing nights. Obviously, you're, you're doing middays, but it was a similar thing of like. Everyone was afraid to say the, the totally. Super Bowl. Oh word. my God! People got the camera. Did the the he did an Eagles? Oh, champ- I remember that. Remember like October, and it was like Super Bowl champion Eagles, and people hated it, like hated with a vehement, passionate hatred, because it was like, what are you doing, man? I know. Like, you're Don't jinxing jinx it. it, right? You but, know. But it, it's almost like I, I think I think the Eagles have become jinx proof. Oh, I think they're jinx proof. I really like even my mushing. They, they got over my mushing last which year. Is it, the which Phillies is it? didn't. Yeah. I tweeted after game three that he's going to win the World Series. And then they, they proceeded to not win a game no, the rest of the series yeah, after game yeah, four. Get no hit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Fun. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is a fascinating conversation. Well, it's just – it's it's because it, you, you, you and I have grown up here. We've loved Philly sports our entire life. We know how the Eagles have been viewed here for our, our entire life. And I just think it's all changed. I think it's all changed with the Eagles. There's no more angst. There's no more worried about jinxing. It's every game's a freaking party. Like like going down there and being in the press box, no one's worried. <laughs> no one's scared. There's no there's no, the, the parking lots are like no one is worried ever about the Eagles. That's not been my life. No. My it's... life has been worried about the Eagles. <laughs> it's over. The Eagles have become boring. They're so good. Wow. What a, what an insane thing to say, but, but I get but, but, it. I, I, I'm wrong. I don't think I'm wrong. <laughs> two one five. They've five. become so boring because they're so good. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Do you agree with Jack? If the Eagles almost become boring because it's just they're just so good and they do they are a model franchise who do things the right way. It also helps the rest of the NFC's a disaster. Well, that is a big help and probably the biggest reason well, I think and, they're going back. To I Super mean, Bowl. could could 
even the draft picks this year in the quarterback position. All the all AFC. AFC. It's unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. I mean, again, we I know we've done this before, but the next, the group after Jalen Hurts of quarterbacks in the NFC is Dak Prescott, Jared Kirk Goff. Cousins, Derek Carr, Jared Goff. It's like maybe Justin Fields take us a step Dude, forward. the like, second best quarterback in the NFC is the owner of the Raiders now. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what it is. He's a part owner of the Raiders now. 215-592-9494. Where do you come down on this? Is it weird? Are you like a little, How are you handling A little it? uncomfortable, you know, with the Eagles just kind of being awesome and just handling business. And does this Philly start concern you as it relates to the Eagles? Because Jackie is right, but that also is part of the fact that they were just awesome last year. Like that is born out of last year being 14-3, and being dominant, really only losing the the one game with Hurts played until the Super Bowl, and it just, uh, you know, kind of instilling a confidence in us and, and that grew over the season. Um, does this Philly start make you kind of think, eh, maybe it's not going to start as well as we thought, and maybe they won't be as good as we thought. 215-592-9494. It's Fritz. It's Seltzer. It's Go Birds slash High ish. Hopes. It's Go Birds-ish radio. <laughs> yeah, that, I like that. Go Birds-ish radio. Let's start out where we do every single Saturday. This time it's going to Abington to talk to our guy, Tom. Yo, Tom. Yo, fellas, how we doing today? So here's my big follow-up, Tom. You usually say you start your your calls on Saturday with the yo, fellas, but I've noticed on your calls of the morning show recently, mm. it's been yo, gang. So how how does that work out? Well, there's because there's two women. The show. Ah, so ah, I, I had to change it. Yeah. Look at Tom. But, but wow, what I can guarantee you, you know what I can guarantee you, Jack, is yep. that's an original Tom from Abington. Yeah, well, you're live and you're hot, buddy. We live, no, we no, hot. Well, how about this one? Yo, we live, we plagiarized. Yeah, you sure did. Oh, so, did you tell, no, so tell me about this. What oh, it's, it's a massive scandal. Oh, I, so, so, so oh, yeah. live, we hot is not an Andy original. No, it was nope. ripped off. Yep. Wow. Yep, so uh, shout, oh, shout out to Johnny Marks. Johnny Marks got to the bottom of this. Someone uh-huh. tipped him mm-hmm. off that this Facebook group in South Jersey that is a, all about South Jersey youth football. The guy that does a Facebook Live every week recapping it wow. says, but he opens with, are we live and are we hot? Okay, so yep. he, just, he, he took it and kind it. of shaped it a little it. bit. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's, right, but, but he it was passing it, it off as his own like it was an original Andy until John nailed him on it. Exactly, and, wow. and John set him up well, too, where he was like, yeah, he Andy, did you come up with that yourself? And Andy's like, yeah, I'm all me, all authentic. And then we, uh-huh. played, <laughs> and then we played the Are We Hotter. What a great setup. We played the audio, and, and Andy's like, listen, I, I had to make it better, essentially. <laughs> so, that was a master stroke by John, man. That it really was work. Work. It was great work. work by Mark. Yeah, true. and if that's Andy's thing, he wants to pull off other people's work as his own, that's, that's fine. Fugazi, Andy, you do what you want, brother. <laughs> I, 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 I have always said, and will always say, big fan of caller on caller crime. You can always break <laughs> my show. All right. So, in honor of Jack Fritz being here, I'm going to go a little heavier on Phillies. Uh, you guys going to do like a top two and a half at two thirty with Fritz? Or? Oh, what a good thought! I hadn't thought about it. Yeah, maybe we'll have to. That's a great call. <laughs> you can slap that, that together quick. Yeah. Uh, how so, could listen, you, how could you do a half of something though? That's my issue. Figure it out. Uh, <laughs> You'll yeah. figure it out. I mean, You're the second best it, producer at the station. <laughs> the second best. Second best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the fan base has kind of taken on Jalen's personality. I think, right? Boring. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a little it's boring. Bit. I mean, yeah. and I say that respectably. I, yeah, I love the guy. Thank boring. I love it. Give me more yeah, boring. Yeah. But you were saying, you know, it, it's a boring season. You know, the fans and all. So I don't know. There's I don't no know angst I... anymore. There's no angst, right. Tom. It's, it's the, it is the weirdest – modern Eagles fans, it's the weirdest thing I've seen in my entire life. Like, even Jalen Carter. So, Jalen Carter, pre-Super Bowl, had they drafted him, I think people would be way more question marks. Oh, my God. Sure. Without a doubt. But, but he's here. Everyone just trusts them. Yeah, like, oh, Eagles got a perfect infrastructure. Dude, you know, they, I'm like, yeah, this is, this is why you build the culture the way you do, so you can draft a guy like If they didn't win the Super Bowl and they drafted five Georgia players, I think people would be like, well, this is weird. Like, this <laughs> right. has never worked in the history of football, but the Eagles did, and it's like, it'll work. So, right. All right, so hitting on the Phillies, it's got to be killing you. Seeing, I know it's a small sample size, but seeing what Mickey Moniak's doing, it's got to be killing you, Jack. Yeah, but I think... And obviously, I love Meg. I think his strikeout rate is still absurdly high. So he's yeah. he's kind of one of those guys where I think the league will adjust to him, and and he'll still well, struggle a little bit. But yeah, I, I'm happy for him, and I hope he does do it because um, it would be uh, it'd be fun. Well, my worry with the Phillies is I think their pitching is breaking down like across the board. 
Uh, they seem to either be aging, hurt, or underperforming, like all of them. Sir Anthony's my biggest concern. Well, and- let me add another into that. It could just be where, like from last year, pitching super deep into the playoffs, you know, run down more than hurt, if you know what I mean. That, yeah, that as well. But then they're, they're getting older, too. You know, like wow. Wheeler and sure. always been here a while. I, I don't know. I just hope they didn't miss their window, like last year. And it takes like maybe two, three years to get back to, to rebuild the, the pitching to where it needs to be. That that worries me. Well, the good part, Tom, is that they do have three prospects right now that are pretty highly regarded. Abel got lit up in Double A last night, but regardless, like mm-hmm. they have three guys that should be able to come up and contribute within the next year. And I think or that, be used as some uh, uh, way to yeah add trade a, back uh, if you get yeah. someone else. But like like yeah. I think I think McGarry could be up here in in two weeks, so I, I right. think he could be the next one. All right, well, listen, guys, don't plagiarize out there and have a great Memorial Day weekend. Remember that the the soldiers that gave their lives so we could do this silly thing here. You're right, buddy. Correct. You're right. Well said, Take Tom. Care, guys. a pleasure, brother. Yeah. You know yeah. my big question with the Phillies right now? And maybe we can get into it a little bit later. Should be a tease? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Coming up next. <laughs> yeah. Jack Fritz why'd is big. You, <laughs> you do it. Do the why'd tease. you do that in Shirt Club, but a guy voice? That's <laughs> what I, don't I, could, I don't know. It just came yeah, out. Yeah, you really, really did. Coming up next. Yeah. The <laughs> biggest question with the Phillies. What is it? Jack's going to tell you next. Not bad. I think people are going to tune in now. I think so, too. Stay here for that. It's Fritz. It's Seltzer. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful Sportsbook of Parks Casino. And the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app is the only app that we here at Go Birds continue to recommend. The Bet Parks Sportsbook app is proud to partner with the PGA and is the official betting partner of the Memorial Tournament presented by Workday. Right now, new users can make a $10 sports bet and get $125 in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet is a winner. You can bet on golf, baseball, pro basketball, playoffs, soccer, MMA, and so much more. The Bet Park Sportsbook app, it's safe, it's fun, it's easy to use. Join us and download the Bet Park Sportsbook app right now for live in-game betting, which is a wild ride with real opportunities to make money. Same game parlays are a blast and so much more. You can bet more than the score. You can bet on player performances, points, assists, rebounds, and hoops, home runs, hits, strikeouts, and baseball. New users make a $10 sports betting at $125 in sportsbook bonus bag. If your first bet is a winner, betparks.com has the terms and conditions. New users and winning bets only. Sports bonus must be wagered once. See website for details. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Go Birds Radio-ish. Go Birds-ish Radio. Yes. Presented by the Pet Park Sportsbook and Casino App. Have I told you I'm going through a Jay-Z phase? Oh, welcome aboard, my friend. Yeah, well. I, I, this, so this is inside baseball for everyone, but it's very funny. And I talk about this with Emily a lot, where I'll like get a text from Jack, and he'll be like, have you ever heard this song, Blue Sky by the Almond Brothers? Oh, that's not, no, see, this, isn't, this, is not a, this is not a fair way. This but, you know, a, it'll be stuff like, wow, I'm really in an Almond Brothers phase, and I'll be like, nice, man, I did that 30, 20 years ago. I'm uh, so excited for you. This yeah, is but great. here's my problem, is that, like, obviously I've listened to the Almond Brothers before. I know. I'm just saying, like, I go through phases. I love them. Where it's like. I get big kicks out of them. I'm serious. Yeah. I really do. Well, what, what did I say to you today when, when we were in Wawa? Uh, I said, is there anything better to get you in a good mood than bad rock music? Yeah, well, but Elm Rose is great rock music. <laughs> it is, it is, yeah. it is. It is. But, um, I, yeah, Jay-Z is amazing. One take, buddy. That's, that's what, you know, Jay-Z used to go in and do it in one take. You'd always spit in one take. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I just, uh, and, and I tried to explain this to Glenn. He didn't pick up on it. Um, but I was trying to explain how I'm trying to go through a 90s phase. I was basically just pretending that I'm living in the 90s. <laughs> so, like, I'll listen to 90s uh, rap. I'll, nice. listen, I'll watch 90s. I'm only watching 90s movies. I've well, I, I know you've asked me to recommend 90s movies for you. Right. <laughs> part of it, part of it is, is I'm jealous of that time period and yes. wish I could have really, like, I, I, 
Do I count as a 90s baby? I mean, no. I was born in 94. No, 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 no. When you say like you're an, an 80s baby, 90s baby, it's like when you grew up. Like, I was born in 81, but I'm more of a 90s baby than an you're 80s, 80s baby, baby. even yeah. though I, I lived all of the 80s, 81, you know, but I definitely consider the 90s my heyday. Yeah, and I was mid 2000s. You're a, yeah, you're a thousands baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, I missed <laughs> an the, aughts, baby. I missed the cutoff point. Yeah. But it just was. In watching the movies, it just seemed like a simpler time. It so was a basically, great time, buddy. I'm trying to transport 2023 back <laughs> into the 90s. Well, I appreciate that about you because, like, you know, the, the person I normally host this show with, one yes. Elliot Parks, he likes to act like nothing existed before, like, 2010. Right. So I do appreciate you actually caring and wanting to go back. Well, so. and there's a couple reasons why. One, me personally, I, wanna, I, I, I like that era, but also... I, I'm also thinking about the demographic that we, yeah, that we what talk we do to on the radio. So yeah. I, I need to make sure I know 90s movies references. It's important. I won't touch the 80s. I'm I out. tell Elliot this. He's like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm like, all right, you're going to look like an idiot. I mean, is That's there right. any is there any place more fit for Elliot Short Parks this weekend than the Hamptons? No. It's I unbelievable. Mean, yeah, so for those who don't know, Elliot <laughs> gallivanting in the Hamptons this weekend. What a guy. What a guy. He's like, yeah, I, I, this wasn't from this time, but he went another time to Hamptons, and we were texting with him, and he's like, yeah, I got a drink last night that was like a $25 drink. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Again. Why? Again, I'm not one to count someone else's money. <laughs> we pay him too much. We, we pay Elliot too much. That's that my is thing. a certified fact. <laughs> that, is, that is my take. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go back. He, he needs a pay cut. He needs a pay cut. Yeah, he's gallivanting in the Hamptons, all right? Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't even let me in the Hamptons if I tried to get in. Well, you were born there, weren't uh, you? No. Close. All right. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. 592 Eagles, Phillies on the table. Let's go back to the phones. Talk to our guy. He knows about the 90s. Our guy, Black Ready. What up, Bo? What up, baby mama? No, no. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a 70s baby. I snuck in at 79. So. You are not a you know, 70s baby. Yeah, but you're like yeah, a 90s, a 70s your heyday. Your heyday. So, I mean, I'm, I'm technically I'm, an 80s baby, but. De- de- depending on the lady I'm talking to, I'm from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. It's up that. Don't worry about it. Uh, but the 90s are the jam. 90s are cool. 80s are good, too. What uh, were you, you doing in the are, 80s, Black Ready? What was I doing in the 80s, man? I was out here with no helmet, no seatbelts, <laughs> and with an eight track with my pop pop. Sneaking McDonald's in the back seat, and my grandma and me eating uh, uh, tomatoes in the backyard garden, brother. We was out there living fresh, homie. That's the right, baby. In the eighties, you know what I'm saying? Surviving and thriving. I'm with my aunt right now. She knows the facts I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> she laughing. Uh, so, let me tell you guys, you both are right and wrong. Uh, first of all, the heartbreak of losing the Super Bowl is when Tio was there because I waited so long for a wide receiver, and when he got there, we lost the Super Bowl. That thing still hurts today. Losing last year hurts, but it don't hurt like that hurts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know we're really? proud and ready to uh, rock see, and roll, I, 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 so I, I, it see, doesn't I, hurt the same to me. I get your point. For me, that that the the this one hurt more because in in 04, like, I didn't think they were going to beat the Patriots. Like, I was hopeful, and I loved that T.O. got back, and obviously it was fun. But, like, at no point before or during that game did I really in my soul believe we were beating the Patriots. I thought we were beating the Chiefs, and I think for that reason the pain of that loss was harder for me. I guess. I'm just telling you what the nation feels as far as that's concerned. And, uh, uh, Jack, we care. Okay, I know you think it's a breeze, but you sat next to a dude all last year, Krenger, scared that we were going to lose to the Lions and every other team all last year. You know we were mollywhopping everybody. Every week you had to listen to a guy cry about how we were going to lose, okay? And this year, coming up, yes, we are ready and loaded and prepared. You know what I'm worried about? Your buddy, don't tell Flip Flops this because I know he's not here. It's only I'm going to say it. He was kind of right about the schedule. Because as I look at it deeply, you know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about all these rookies and that wall that they might hit when we hit that second half of the schedule with these hard teams. Coming out the gate, I expect them to show approve and do well, but that's going to be a hard run for them. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. When the, the, the second half slump for, like, rookies, and we have a lot of guys that we're dependent on to be part of rotation and help. That's the only part I'm worried about later on in the season. But, you know, it, it, just, just calm down, Nola. We, we, we care. We it's always not, care. That's we always not what worry. I'm saying. I'm not saying. I know we care. It's just. It's almost like a laissez-faire the, the attitude. Angst isn't as as you know well, strong, well, so and, to speak. And and that's something going back. I, I'll give you a deep cut on that. That's what Nolo said back when we won the Super Bowl back in the day. Once we won that Super Bowl, everybody relaxed. Well, like hold once up. you win one, everybody's like, "Oh yeah, we won a Super Bowl." And I mean, for three years now, four years, it's like, "Hey, well, we just won the Super Bowl." Like, bro, that was a little while ago. Found out. Thank goodness we just got back. But we were living off the laws of that Super Bowl. I'm like, how long is it going to be before we start sounding like Cowboys fans? But we did get back, and we are ready and we're reloaded. So we're okay now. We're not to be Cowboys fans. 
Oh, hold on. Oh, before we let you go, Nolo? What's up with Nolo? I don't know what Nolo oh, is. I, 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 well, back when Nolo was was rolling, I, yeah, I'm going to start calling Jack Nolo. Yeah, uh-huh. he has those, those baseball days where he's back here telling me Got about it. his yep. thrills and highlights. So, you know, he ain't, Your he ain't, ability to dish fact, out nicknames is, is truly elite. Oh, I it's what I do. That. It's what I, I do. I'm on the schedule. Uh, so, go Phil's radio, bop, 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 but usually, go bop! <laughs> You're the best. What a, what a treat, as always. Always. Uh, speaking of Phil's, though, and you yes. just brought him up, we did have a... Uh, if I do say so myself, a pretty great tease. Professional. <laughs> Heading into the break. Yep. You mentioned there is something in particular that is worrying you the most with the Phil's laying on us. Well, what I can't tell is, is this just a down year for Wheeler and Nola, or is this the beginning of... Oh, nine Hamels. Well... Oh, you're talking like the beginning of the end for them as players. Right. Like, so my... When you started going there, I thought like, and have thought, and we've talked about the possibility that it's just a down year for those guys... Because they pitched the most innings they had, they played the deepest they had, and it's just like oh nine Hamels, where it's just, you know, Cole was great after that. He was always a really good pitcher, except that one freaking year after that super deep run, he yep. just never got it back. That's been my worry. Elaborate on, on going a step well, further just, with the worry. I'm just saying that like these guys are both in their 30s now, mm-hmm. and a lot of innings, so, especially on Nola. Full disclosure, like I think it's just one of those chalk it up down years that they didn't they weren't able to bounce back from from but uh from the the deep postseason run but there is the very real possibility that they start trending downwards here you know and and that we're not going to see them ever get back to what the a breath of fresh air you are today this is really <laughs> but it's 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 treat. something that i think uh, that it has to be considered i mean it has yeah, to be sure. considered they've thrown a ton of innings um i i don't think it's the case but it is something that i've that i've definitely thought about and um we're obviously a month and a half away from this, but if they continue to play the style of baseball that they're playing right now, the question of trading Nola becomes more prevalent. Whoa. It, right? Whoa. Well, he's a free agent at the no, end of the I year. No, I didn't even think about it. I mean, they'd have to be out of it. I mean, this team is not. It, and they won't. They they won't be. With the should. third wild card, it would be really hard for them to be out of it. by. And by the thing is, is that if they learned anything from last year, is as long as they get in, anything they, can happen. Anything can happen. Yeah. And even if they do get the third wild card or not. But – you know, if they are hovering around 500 or they're under 500, I wonder at what point, like, what's the number that they just kind of pull the plug and say, maybe we can get something for Nola rather than well, look, it, try it to really be, go for it. It would be organizational malpractice to not at least consider these types of options and yep. to talk about it because I do think that Aaron Nola will most likely not be affiliated. Though, to be fair, if he keeps pitching like this, he might not be able get to get on, on the market what he thought he would. Yeah. But I do think that, you know, it is something that, that is, I'm sure, you'd have to at least think about. You know, if you, if you know internally that it is highly, highly unlikely that you're going to re-sign him, you have to at least think about it. But I think they'd have to be in pretty dire straits from, from a record perspective to like, do it. Like the 09 Hamels year, he was 25, right? Yeah, he was young, 25, 26, somewhere in there. Yeah, I think so, 25. I, I think, think he's right. 25. These guys are 30 and 32? I think Wheeler's, yeah, 32 or 33. 33? He's up there, yeah. So... While it could be a Hamels year, it could also be this is who they are now. It's true. Which is not a, a great spot to be in, but it, it's definitely something I thought about the last week of, like, I keep – because I, I think it's more just a down year that I hope ends freaking soon because they're not going anywhere if those two guys don't start figuring Without it out. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. But it's just like – it could also be this is this is <laughs> this is who they're going to be for the for the remainder of their wow. Phillies tenure. Let's really hope that. Well, I mean, look, if it is that, at Nola's Phillies tenure it's will end months, at the end of this yes. season. Yeah, yes. but Wheeler, you know that. Look, and it is forgetting the future, which is obviously important. It's way more important for right now in the season we're in. That to your point, like if Wheeler and Nola can't be even you know ninety percent of what they don't like, they don't even have to be that great. But if they can't get close to what they were last year, this team's not going to go. Well, anywhere. and the biggest difference between. Because I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, can they be the 09 Phillies? Um, the biggest difference is, is that at this point in 09, they're 25 and 19. And the pitching staff was bad, right? Like, Hamels wasn't good. But They'd, they brought Cliff in. I know. So, yeah. maybe, so maybe, maybe it's a big deadline acquisition. I don't, think, I don't think there's a, a Pedro lying around that they can go sign. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, no. I don't think there's, there's no. that version no. out there. But the big difference is, and I think this bullpen's better than the 09 bullpen, but um, the big difference for me is they had four guys that had 30-plus homers, and, like, yeah. they had two guys with a plus 900 OPS and, two, and a bunch of guys in, like, the 800s, it seemed like. So it more turns on the offense, like, figure your stuff out. Yeah. And that's yep. been the good part of the last two nights is that 
I think they've put together much more quality at bats. Yeah, well, look, and, and the way this is trending, the offense is going to have to carry yes. them, at least for, for portions. Until the, the deadline. Yeah. So. Until, until the deadline. And hopefully by the deadline, they're, God forbid, five games above what 500. Can you imagine? What a crazy concept. Yeah. And they can go get their this year's version of the 09 Cliff Lee. 215 Let's go back to the phones and talk to, at least for me, the biggest star that I've hung out with. Uh, all week as he was the man of the hour at the Phillies game this week. The one, the only, Drew from Westchester. What up, pal? Hey, guys. Uh, So I got a couple uh, Phillies points and an Eagles uh, point. But, uh, yeah, coming off off Wednesday, now uh, no big deal to me, but I am now on a 10-game winning streak at CBP. So if you guys do a high hopes night, uh, let me know. Need to get through there. uh, Good luck for the Phillies. We'll take anything we can get right now for for Phillies wins. Yes. I uh, know that was uh, that, that that was awesome hanging with everyone. Now, yes, yeah, so a couple couple Phillies points and then Eagles. Um, first, uh, I think by the end of the season we're going to be uh, Taiwan Walker fans. If you take out the two like disastrous starts on the West Coast, his uh, ERA is like a full run lower. He's been on fantasy teams of mine for like a couple years. He runs like really hot and really yeah. cold, but when he runs hot. Like, he, he's good, man. So, I, I, I think he's going to settle in and, and, and have a nice season. Yeah, well, the interesting part about that, Drew, is that, and by the way, now I notice what Joe DeCamera talks about when you finish sentences. Yeah, it is hilarious. Oh, it's a it, thing, now that, yeah. you're, now that you're talking to him. Yeah. Um, but, but I'm thing, actively working on it. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's all good. It's I good. enjoy it, Drew. Yeah, it's fine. It's a good bit. Um, but, but the interesting part about Tyron Walker is that the last couple of years, He's been so good in the first halves. Yep. And then he cools off. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if maybe Inverting this time it, around, they, they turn it around and he goes a different route. That was a big one. Like, they needed him to, to keep them in that game last night while they were losing and give him innings. And I, I thought he was – He's he, throwing 90 – I thought he was really good last night. He's throwing you know? 94% uh, fastballs right now. Whether wow. Or not it's, it's, really? It, so he throws four seams split and cutter. Yeah. Not, like the, He's throwing above 90% on those wow. pitches. And, That's like, wild. Mixing in a curveball and a slider That's when wild. he can. Yeah, I, just, I, I think there's been – I see more good than bad. I see some, uh, I see some good signs. And then uh, – so in terms of tomorrow, I think, you know, the, last year, obviously the Cardinals series was awesome. But kind of the wow moment where I really started to feel it was when they got to Strider. And I think it would be a big confidence boost if they could beat him tomorrow. And it would also be personal for me because I got a Cy Young future on Zach Gallen, and I was willing to <laughs> sacrifice that for the greater good on Wednesday. Yeah, but I feel yeah. like Strider's his like only competition. So, boys, tomorrow night, balls in play, runs across the plate, Love no it. strikeouts. Do not let Strider have a Cy Young performance. Uh, the, no, the no strikeouts probably won't happen. But He's I five off it. of Doc Gooden's pace to start yeah, his career. So. so he's nasty. Now, uh, now on the uh, on the Eagles, um, you know. Yes, they are a model um, franchise, but I do think it's the first time in a while where we've kind of just had a chill off season. There's no, you know, questions about the coach. There's no drama about the quarterback. So I'm just really relishing that. I'm really enjoying that. And I just, I got a PSA um, for everyone. I, I'm waiting on the official um, Go Birds uh, decision in terms of uh, what the uh, road games going to be, but mm-hmm. I know there were some folks concerned that the Seahawks game could get flexed to uh, Thursday night, mm-hmm. so I did some uh, crap research there, and the Seahawks already play two Thursday night games. They play Ooh. Thanksgiving, and then they play the Cowboys. Oh, so this is Westchester approved. I like Everyone this. can book this their hotels, book their flights. It's not getting flexed. So I just Drew, wanted to put that all out there for everyone. Drew, great call. And as always, you know, doing it for the people. What a hero, Drew. That is Westchester. good news, you know? That sure. is good news. Um, yeah, Drew in Westchester is on such a WIP heater right now. Oh, he's on a run, So every, we, every Thursday we play in the envelope. And he had the answer. He DM'd me the answer before someone else got it. And he's like, I would call him, but I've been winning too much. <laughs> I was like, the, the, the stone's on you, man. Flex. The stone's on Drew and Westchester. I love it. Great caller. Keep him coming, Drew. All right, 215-592-9494. Let's continue. We'll continue to talk Phillies and Eagles. Is it a little strange for you just kind of not having any nerves about the Eagles? And uh, obviously, Phil's on the table as well. It's Fritz. It's Seltzer. It's Go Birds Radio. And let's talk about our friends 
at Window Nation. You can modernize and reinvest your home in your home today with new windows from Window Nation. Zero percent interest for five full years. I'll say that again because it is insane. Zero percent interest for five full years. It is an unbelievable deal. On top of that, you'll get two windows free with every two you buy. It's a double deal. You'll get all the advantages and of more comfort, lower energy bills, higher home value, and all the impeccable construction and expert insulation Window Nation is known for. If your home is over 15 years old, this is one of the smartest investments you can make, and Window Nation is making it insanely easy and economical to do so. Here's the number, 866-90-NATION, 866-90-NATION, or visit windownation.com and lock in these incredible savings, 0% interest for 5 Years that's 60 months interest free. That is a wild deal. Plus, two windows free for every two you purchase. It's for a limited time, so don't miss out. Call 866 Nation or windownation.com. Again, that's 866 Nation or, window or windownation.com. And tell them Go Bird sent you. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine. I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. Go Presented by Bet Parks, Sportsbook, and Casino app. Jack Fritz in Fraley Tour Parks. James Seltzer with Never a doubt. Never a doubt. Never a doubt. I knew you'd show up. Yeah. You picked me up well, on the train. Pick you up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I took a train out. We are hanging out after I finally get to meet Walker Fritz today. What a thrill. I know. I know. We uh we took him yesterday to get his uh it was it's his uh two month uh, doctor visit. Sure, yeah, yeah. So that's the first time they get their their first vaccine shots. Oh, buddy, everything. yeah. Oh my god, it was heartbreaking. It's like he's a yeah, little guy's just there, and then like bang, and then he's crying. Yeah, he's crying. Like, and he hit a new octave with the crying, yeah. which is uh, yeah, wasn't ready for that. Oh you know, yeah, got louder. Oh yeah, which is a fun development. Oh, good times. Yeah. Oh yeah, Zoe so can get pretty loud when she yeah, wants to. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's actually pretty scarring when yes, it happens. It yeah. is. But so. uh, yeah, I'm excited. He's he's the greatest. So we had a little walk. We were we were walking around this morning around Westchester, you know. Me, I'm me excited, and him man. Just on a, a, yeah. a one-on-one time, so a little one-on-one da- yeah, daddy-son yeah. time. Yep, just you know, just teaching the ways of it's life. Good. Yeah, Zoe's very excited to meet the baby. Good. She, uh, so she has a big thing with babies, and she do it with her stuffed animals, where she'll say, "They're really, really, really zero. Like they're zero years old to let you know just how young they are." Right. So she was very excited to fi- find out that the baby was really, 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 really zero. He is so. He is zero. He's I not, know that's what I said. I told her that. She's like, "Is he really, really?" Really zero, and I'm like, he's really, really, really zero. It's like, yay! It she did it. Yeah. Wow, she finally, she so, finally found one. We got a day in front of us. Yeah, it's gonna, it's be, gonna, a good be, it's gonna be big stuff. But until then, we're with you. Call us up two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Eagles on the table. Kind of the weirdness of just how Dude, well run this franchise is right now. I just, again, like this isn't to just say like I'm not. It's just, it's a kick your feet up time to be an Eagles fan. They've, they're so good, they're boring. They're so good, they're born. What, a, what an insane just, thing to say. And it, and it hasn't been that way our entire lives. No. Our entire lives, it's like they're going to let us down. They'll find a way to let us down. Most of that was like Reese's fault. So, like, you know, <laughs> it was mostly him yeah, and his team doing yeah. that, that created that mindset. But really, <laughs> like, the NFC is so down. Like, like if, they, if the Eagles were in the AFC, right? Oh, it would be a completely, completely different, different discussion. Story. Oh, my because goodness. the AFC, like. Because, look, the Eagles are, are like. A, a, a big portion of what we're talking about is justified because they are awesome. Like, they do have a great roster. They have a quarterback who took the leap last year. All this stuff. Like, you can point to the Eagles just as a team, forgetting the whole NFC thing, and say they are really talented. One of the most talented teams in the league with potentially one of the better I believe one of the better quarterbacks. But, you know, at least certainly last year, a guy who played like one of the best quarterbacks, and, and I think will get better. But, like... The fact that they are going up against the NFC is the reason there is so much confidence, without a doubt. Like, I, I know we can't do this because it's hypothetical, but hypothetically, imagine if they were in Nicely the a- done. I know. But imagine if they were in the AFC East instead of the NFC East. Like, all four of the teams in the, in the AFC East think they're playoff teams. I think, I think the Patriots are done, like I, I, unless they get DeAndre Hopkins. But Yeah, but I, I, look, if nothing else, they're not nearly as bad as the as bottom the, of the Yeah, the without NFC. a doubt. I mean, like, you know, you could argue – I mean, you could argue three of the quarterbacks in that conference would be the second best quarterback in the. And like, I would probably still take Dak over. I take Dak over two. Over two. I agree with you, but like, you could at least make the argument that there are three quarterbacks in the AFC East who are better than anyone in the AFC not named Jalen Hurts. You could at least argue it, you know. And I wouldn't. I agree. I'd take Dak over two, but they're not that far a difference, you know. I mean, it's. I mean, when you go through, I mean, there are there's like eight or nine quarterbacks in the AFC who would be the se- or at least like seven who would easily be the second best quarterback in the NFC. I mean, that's crazy. 
Or the best, but yeah. Or the best, yes. I mean, or the best. That's my point. Yeah. Like, whether it's Burrow, Herbert, I, don't, I mean, you can just list them. I don't think I've seen this big of a disparity in, in my life. No, never. Never want. I thought about this a lot because I said that on the air a couple weeks ago because I really wanted to make sure I was right. I don't ever in my lifetime, as certainly with quarterbacks, like teams, I feel like it's never been this big a disparity. But certainly with just pure quarterbacks, there's never been as big a gap between the conferences. I mean, the fact that... <laughs> The fact that Jared Goff's probably the second-best quarterback yeah. in the NFC. It's him or Dak. Like, that's crazy. Meanwhile, it's Allen or Burrow. Yeah, it's Allen, Burrow, or Herbert. Herbert. Yeah. One of those three in the AFC. I, and, by the way, they're second to the, like, no doubt about it, number one. Right. You know? I uh, I know it's like a, a bit of a side tangent. I, I, I really – I'm rooting for Justin Herbert to, like, really establish. Like, because I think it blows – he's very good. He's very talented. He is very good. Yes. And I just – he can't. You're annoyed that he keeps losing. Yes, because like he's and he 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 gets Kellen Moore this year, which I think will help a well, ton. The Cowboys going from Kellen Moore to Brian Schottenheimer, amazing, has to be like I would have I would have again. Fired, it's all working out for the NFC, man. I would have fired McCarthy before I fired. Kellen me Moore. too. Me too. I, I'm I'm right there with you. So yeah, it is it is a big despair, and I'm sure that weighs into it. But is it strange for you as an Eagles fan to have like no agita, no angst, standing into this like? Yo, training camp's coming up. No one's concerned. We're all good. We got. We're arguing about like, will Nakobe Dean be a great linebacker or not? Like, that's the level of, uh, of you know questions we have well, with this team. And the other thing that stinks is that we can't really do should they hit in training camp this year because it worked. They, last they already year. won. It's over. The the shouldn't hit. It's done. It's I over. Hate it. I hate twenty-two it. of twenty-two freaking stars. It's my in this favorite. Season. It's my favorite argument. Yeah. Well, you know. Richie will still find a way to he'll argue. He'll find a way. It. Yeah, yeah, he'll still it's part worry. of his brand. Well, yeah. I mean, if he's not too busy trying to find a date. <laughs> hey, I love the date It's thing. great. Let's find Richie. It's, it's, it's the best thing you guys have done in a while. I think it is. I agree yeah. with you. All right, 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Vancouver and talk to our guy, Tom. How you doing, pal? Hello, gentlemen. Interesting to hear from you, Tom. Uh, you haven't called Marks in recent about a month and a half. Where you been, pal? <laughs> is there anyone who is more protective of anything than Jack is of Marks and Reese callers? I mean, Tom is a Go Birds caller first and foremost. No, but no then that's deal. fine. You can be a Go Birds caller. I'm just saying, like, it's been noticeable that you have not called the afternoon show mm-hmm. in at least a month and a half. Mm-hmm. That is probably well, a long time. I did about I did about a week and a half ago, actually. Disagree. It was just a forgettable call. <laughs> so, what do you got, buddy? What do you got? So, so it, it, yeah, but I, I just want to say that uh, the Marks and Reese show is definitely my solid number two show, and it's the yeah. one I listen to the most because it's on five days a week. So, yeah. What about Fritz at Six? What about Fritz at Six? Fritz at Six. If whenever I can, what are we doing here? I want to listen and support your your call. Tom, it's all don't a matter don't of work lean situation. into this. What he's doing? No, no, I like this a lot. Yeah, I like this a lot. Keep going, buddy. Of this. Hey, how, low, how low does the WIP morning show rank on your call? <laughs> on, your, on your favorite shows? I, I'm asleep, so I listen to oh, it. That's at, true. Yeah, I listen to it. Is I'll accept that. You're, you're on the West Coast. Is so. 6 a.m. here? 3 a.m. where yes, you are? Yes, it is. Yes. How's that? Yeah. It's good. It's great, math. I'm is. really impressed so, right now. So was, basically, wow. I go to Can you believe I go you put that? Bed? Bill Matt's here producing the show has a look of just pure awe on his face right now with what he just saw. So Yeah, I go to bed when James wakes up. Wow. That is tough. I'm not kidding. I know. So, Trust me. Hey, Jack, go Phil's. Yes. Yes, finally. How Let's get this back on message. How do you respond? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not... I just I don't handle any of it well. I know you don't. Yeah, I, really, I, I know I don't. I'm actually surprised that you didn't come on and say this is the high hopes uh, show, radio well, show. It's go birds ish. <laughs> there we go. So selling merch has been the theme of the week on WIP. In that spirit, who would you guys prefer sell high hopes T-shirts for you, Herb or Kimbrel's hippie dad? Oh, Kimbrel's dad. Yeah, I mean that dude. That dude would get it done. I think. Looks like he hadn't left That's... Alabama since. I mean, he looked like he was like a ZZ Top's roadie or something like that. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I think kept... so. so when <laughs> they, I like at first, the first time I saw him, I wasn't listening or whatever, and I was like, oh, that. Weird-looking Phillies fan there. And then I started paying attention, and I was like, it's like, what? Yeah. That's crazy. Are you serious? Like, I, I couldn't believe it when I, I put it together. Well, and then Tom's oh, obviously funny. doing, like, uh, so Herb in Northeast Philly is driving up to uh, to New York this weekend to sell some uh, merchandise that he bought. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'm sure that'll go well. What a character, man. What <laughs> a character. What a character. So now I do I do have a Phil's question. For uh, for you, and I think that uh, I think that Fritzy sort of alluded to this earlier, but pitchers 
you know, we know that NOLA had a huge, uh, huge number of, uh, of uh, a huge season last, uh, last year and such. So my concern is I've heard some people say that they're going to recover later in the season because, you know, ebbs and flows. Like, we know that with the hitting. In all likelihood, that's going to be the case. But with the pitching, I, I, does that happen? Is that a thing where a pitcher who's, like, getting worn out? Because we know running backs, they just well, degrade. So it is. It depends. Like, it, it, they're, all, they're all case-by-case basis. But, yeah, there are many pitchers who are worn down, start slow. You know, look, we saw Zach Wheeler last year take a month off and come back and look a lot better than he did before. And, you know, th- that can absolutely happen. And certainly as guys age, they can change the way they pitch to still be effective, change their velocities, change the difference in speed between their off-speed pitches and stuff like that. So it is not like a, oh, if they, they wear down and get old, they're done type of thing always. But I think the bigger issue is more in season. It's like, you know, this might just be what they are this year if nothing else. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. That's, that doesn't give me as much confidence as I was hoping to have. We'll see. But thank you, you for know, the honesty, we, though. Yeah, we don't know. And, okay. Now, I do have, uh, I've got uh, one one. Need it quick, Tommy, because we're up against it. No, I need a book. Give it to me quick. Thank you, Drew. Seahawks. Yes, let's do the Seahawks. And okay. My, uh, my last question. question is, I want you guys to address Kevin Long and how important is he to the team in turning around the hitting? Tommy, love you, buddy. We'll talk next week. Uh, Kevin Long is uh, is obviously massive, and um, it kind of stinks because like Christian Pache went out, and he was someone that I thought was going to turn into like his next uh, protege. Um, I think the at bats the last three nights have been more locked in, and I hope that has more to do with Kevin Long being like, all right, enough with the free swinging. Let's get the. They have to be better about getting pitchers in the zone. I think they've been the the worst offense in baseball when it comes to chase percentage, like outside the zone. So um, that's got to be his main focus as they go forward. 215-592-9494. One hour down for us. Another to go with Go Birds-ish radio coming up after that, leading off, leading in to Phillies Braves. Massive, massive game later today. We'll get you set for that later. Until then. Call him. We're going to get to as many calls next segment as we can. 215-592-9494. It's Fritz. It's Seltzer. It's Go Birds Radio and the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app is the only app that we here at Go Birds continue to recommend. The Bet Parks Sportsbook app is proud to partner with the PGA and is the official betting partner of the Memorial Tournament presented by Workday. Right now, new users can make a $10 sports bet and get $125 in sportsbook bonus back. If your first bet is a winner, bet golf, baseball, pro basketball playoffs soccer mma and so much more the bet park sportsbook app it's safe fun easy to use join us and download the bet park sportsbook app right now for live in-game betting same game parlays and so much more bet more than the score you can bet on player performances bet on points assists rebounds and hoops hits home runs strikeouts in baseball new users make a ten dollar sports betting at 125 dollars in sportsbook bonus back if your first bet is a winner betparks.com has the terms and conditions new users and winning bets only sports bonus must be wagered once see website for details